Welcome to the Chamber Neighbors Podcast, a show highlighting Chapin's community and commerce. Now here's your hosts, Greater Chapin Chamber of Commerce President and CEO, Paul Sadler, and Chapin Neighbors Magazine's Daniel Rendelman. This is Daniel with the Chapin Neighbors Magazine. And I'm Paul Sadler with the Greater Chapin Chamber of Commerce. And Paul, who are we talking to today? Daniel, we have a treat. Another treat. I love treats. I I do too. But today's treat is the brand new principal at Chapin High School, Mr. Ed Davis. Hello, Mr. Davis. Welcome. Hello, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here, man. This is what, day number 31, 30, 40, 50 for you? Yeah, this is... We're excited that you're here and, you know, you're not a stranger to the Chapin community. Uh, Mr. Davis was the former principal at the Intermediate School and now is at the high school. So, welcome. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. Now, is is that the step, like, from intermediate to high school? It is a step. You know, intermediate is 5th and 6th, and high school is, of course, 9 through 12. But uh, intermediate is considered secondary. So okay. crossing over into that secondary world, I did that four years ago when I went there. And now, just kind of staying in the secondary world, but I'm talking about growing young adults now. You skipped middle yes. school. Skip middle school, yeah. <laughs> I don't blame you. Well, uh, Mr. Davis, why don't we start? Tell us a little bit about who you are and, uh, again, a little more about what you do. All right. Well, um, again, my name is Ed Davis. I uh, grew up in uh, Detroit, Michigan. Um, that's okay. where I was born and raised uh, there in Detroit. And um, again, went to um, a high school, public high school, public um, elementary school, went to, actually, a private middle school. Hmm. Um, but that was kind of my upbringing when it comes to education. I was a student athlete at Detroit Martin Luther King in Detroit, um, hmm. which opened the way for me to have a scholarship uh, to play football at the University of Michigan. And so that's Go Wolverines. Where, that's where All I, right. kind of my framework of, of, of being a, a student athlete um, mm. really informed my leadership later on. Uh, that concept of team, that concept mm-hmm. of, of sacrifice and how to, um, to just have a group of young men, in, in the case of football, mm-hmm. work together mm-hmm. for a common goal. And so that is um, part of something that, that shaped my leadership. Uh, style. I just read uh, a tweet or an X now. Twitter went to X. Yeah, I, I something don't know. Like my, that. my app changed the other day. Um, tw- whatever. But how important it is for athletes and student athletes and how much leadership values they gain over the course of being a student athlete. And, you know, now these student athletes are leaders in our community because they can work well with others. They show up early, they leave late, they put the work in. Yeah, yeah. And so that, hey, from the University of Michigan to, to Chapin High School here, we've got Mr. Davis. That's awesome. So, so what happened after, after college here? Well, um, went to Michigan, I met my wife there. Um, so um, she, um, she's in the medical field. So she moved to Illinois. She went to the University of Illinois in Chicago um, for med school. And so I kind of knew I was going to marry her. And um, I literally went, drove to Chicago. I remember hugging my mom um, mm-hmm. at the at the door of my house in Detroit and driving to Chicago. And I started wow. knocking on doors. I just started on the south side, went to a couple of schools. They sent me to Central Office, which is on Clark Street. If you guys know anything about Chicago, that's a very busy mm-hmm. part of Chicago. Uh, went down there and walked up to the, I think it's the eighth floor HR. And they sent me on a couple of interviews and I got offered both jobs. Uh, wow. One at Taft High School, which is on the northwest side, and the other one is Onahan uh, Elementary, which in Chicago, that's K through 8. 
Oh, so they kind of go. It's K through eight, wow. real large building, uh, but K through eight was offered there as well. And so I ended up choosing Taft High School, um, and that's why I started my teaching career. Taught eight years social studies um, there, and then hmm. two years as an administrator, as an AP. A very large high school. Um, when I left there, they had twenty five hundred students, um, and it was Jeez. up to they're up to almost three thousand now, um, or plus three thousand there. Um, last I checked. Wow, that's a lot. So at the University of Michigan, did you know that you were going to go into education? Not at first. No. Uh, when I first went in, I was really looking in the business world, looking at marketing and, 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 and that side of, 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 of business um, and went through. And after I finished my career, um, I actually had a chance to participate in the combine or a local kind of uh, Michigan, what we call it a pro day. Mm -hmm. Uh, where I ran for the scouts and did everything I I could do to Mm -hmm. get drafted. Uh, Ended up not getting drafted, but got picked up by the Detroit Lions. uh, Hometown. The the Monday after Mm -hmm. the draft. And so the way it works is once you're in there and you go through the draft and you don't get drafted, you have offers. And so I had a few offers. Detroit was one. Carolina was the second. Carolina was just coming online. This is in 95. Okay. The Panthers were just coming online. Uh, in San Francisco. And so I chose Detroit because my hero, uh, the legendary Barry Sanders, was the <laughs> and, um, and Barry a player. Was Barry. Oh, man. And man. so I, I figured, you know, they got Barry. I could go up there and just be a backup. And so, and you know, try to make the team that way. And so I chose Detroit, hometown boy. Mm-hmm. And, and so tried to work all those angles and went in and, and did the best I could and, and felt good about how I played, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. Uh, lasted about five and a half weeks. Mm-hmm. And then um, I got released. And so I got released and I'm kind of wondering, what am I going to do now? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I had my degree already. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I went up and I walked into um, Co- Coach Lloyd Carr's office. He's the coach. In fact, Lloyd lives in, in Hilton Head now. Oh, yeah, he, wow. he, he lives here. Um, but Lloyd Carr was the coach at the time. Walked into his office and said, hey, coach, you know, um, you know, I just got cut. And he said, well, what are you doing now? And he said, I said, well, I, I don't know, coach. I think I'm going to put out my resume and try to jump into a field and, and see if I have any angles there. And he said, well, while you figure it out, why don't you come on and be a GA for me? Hmm. And you know, figure it out. And then, you know, we'll see where it leads. And so that's how education Mm -hmm. became a part of it. Because toward the end of my college career, I had a chance to go into a high school and tutor. Mm. And I loved it. I said, man, I like this connection, Mm. you know. And so um, looking at my transcript, I was only like three semesters away from getting my teacher certification. Mm. And then I have Lloyd here saying he's going to pay for it. And I said, hey, man, I (laughs) pay for it. Yeah, that's that's wrong. Let's do it. I was a GA and and did that for a couple of years. Ended up um, Michigan won a national championship in 97. So I have in my possession, I have two Rose Bowl uh, championship rings. Wow. And one national championship. What? Just from that experience. Just for clarification, he is not wearing them today on this podcast. Yeah, they're kind of gaudy. I just kind of keep them uh, away. Where do you keep them, though? Are they in a drawer or are they on display? They're literally in my house um, in a drawer. Okay. Really? They're in a drawer? I would put that. I would tell everyone. I I, I would have lights on them. Yes. Oh, yeah. Like a necklace. Earrings. Yeah. I have like matching rose bowl <laughs> ring <laughs> earrings. They're probably like everything. Big. Like everything to show it off. Yeah. I, that that's me and you though. That's you know, not, that's not oh, Mr. Day. He's so he's no. so humble. Well and, and then Chapin? 
Well, it, this is this is the story and how it, you know I'm in Chicago with me, I'm going along with my career. Just became an assistant principal, and uh, did two years there. My wife finished her residency and took a year off actually. And so my youngest, my oldest, Michael was five at the time, and he was turned five in February and looking to go into school in the fall. And Caleb, who's now a sophomore at Chapman High, he was uh, nine months hmm. uh, during that time. And so we were just kind of looking and we had a condo there. You know, I thought it was a nice condo, but just a lot of concrete, you know, not a lot of grass. <laughs> uh, my, wife's, my wife's parents moved here um, in 99 hmm. and uh, he's in education and um, he's long retired. Um, but we would visit uh, when we were the young couple, you know, that we just got married in 2001. And so you go Thanksgiving at my parents' house and then we'll do um, Christmas here in South Carolina, then vice versa. But I always um, remind my, my in-laws of this, how we would come into the guest room, uh, bedroom, and there would be, you know, they would give us the old soft sales. So you would see brochures <laughs> or housing brochures. Wow. <laughs> That's man, awesome. You could, you could really get a lot for your money. How much y'all pay for that condo um, again? You know, in Chicago, and mm-hmm. just the cost of living and trying so, to get you to move this down. This is yeah. trying to get us to move down. <laughs> so finally, it worked. And um, so when my wife finished her residency, she uh, got a, a job here. She works in Newberry, and uh, we had to be within a thirty mile radius of her job, and that put us right off the peak exit. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Rolling Creek, actually, is where right. we, we had our first house, and we resolved for Chapin. Mm-hmm. And so that's how the nice. Chapin mm-hmm. connection happened uh, through Valentine to Chapin. Mm-hmm. And so my kids were already in the Chapin uh, cluster, cluster yeah, yeah, moving in um, 14, 15 years ago. And my first job was at Columbia High. Mm-hmm. And so I did AP there for uh, four years and then moved over to Spring Hill for three as an AP. And then I started looking for principalships, and lo and behold, Harvest of West Elementary comes open, and I'm thinking there's no way they're going to hire a high school guy for this <laughs> elementary position. And sure enough, went in there, and um, Dr. Hefner was superintendent at the time, and I got offered the job, and I said, hey, man, I'm going to take it. And mm-hmm. so I'm, I have like, I'm going from like young, almost young adults mm-hmm. to three-year-olds. <laughs> a little bit of a difference. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah, the knee hugs. Yeah. and Oh, oh yeah. Day, we, love we love you. They like the principal all of a sudden. Yeah. We love you. Yeah, it's just, you're right. That's exactly it. And so, mm-hmm. um, um, man, I love my time there. Great people there. Mm-hmm. Uh, was there for three years. And then Chapin Intermediate came along and uh, ended up moving up this way. And at that time, my wife and I... Um, purchased a house over in Chapin. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it just worked out, man. I've just it's been very fortunate and blessed to be in this situation. Um, and now uh, Chapin High School. Wow. And so my son is there. And one of the things about being a high school principal, you, you want to be a part of those extracurricular activities for your own children. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to miss anything. I didn't miss anything for my oldest. And I'm not going to miss anything for my youngest. So. That's awesome. And it, Caleb, is that his name? Yes. Caleb. So... What happens if Caleb gets in trouble now? Well, he's got to go to your Uh-oh. go to your dad's office, Uh-oh. not the principal's Uh-oh. office anymore. Go to your dad's office. Well, <laughs> well, I, I think the, the village that's there is strong at, at Chapin High School, and, and, mm-hmm. and he will be uh, redirected. In the <laughs> um, of course, redirected. Of course, yeah, yeah, not that I'm saying there's going to be any problems. Right. Of course, there's not going to be any problems. But how funny is that? Like, go to your dad's office. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Not going to happen. So, so this. Chapin High School opportunity opening up recently. This is your first year there. Um, 
Tell us about that and uh, maybe your thoughts or plans for the, the first year as being principal. Yeah, just, you know, you think about just the high school itself, how dynamic high schools are. You know, you mm-hmm. think about, I, I describe it as, as it's like New York City. It never mm-hmm. sleeps. There's always something going on. There's mm-hmm. so many ways for our students to engage. And so how do we, from a system standpoint, set up to where we can support that and enhance mm-hmm. it for our students? And so that's that's really the stance that you take as a high school leader. Um, and, and Chapin's no different. And so, you know, for the first year, you know, you just do a lot of watching and listening, mm-hmm. um, uh, problem solving when necessary. Um, but definitely just trying to learn the place and, and, and just kind of learn things about it. You know, yeah, my son's... I have a son graduate from Chapin. I have a son that's in school now, but again, I don't know it the way those who uh, serve there um, know it. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's just the first thing is just to be that, um, to try to provide a space where people feel that their opinions um, matter, uh, that they're welcome. You know, again, going back to what I talked about, what I learned at the University of Michigan and just from team sports, mm-hmm. you know, we had a coach there, legendary coach, Bo Schimbeckler, who would say, that no person is bigger than the team, the team, mm-hmm. the team, the team. Mm-hmm. And so when you have that mindset um, that this is a team, this is about us, and, and we together can make this a great place to serve and a great place for our students to learn and grow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely it is. And um, I hope you are ready to get your steps in at Chapin High School because that place is huge. Yes, You know, we did freshman orientation last year with our daughter and we got one, we got lost, and two, I probably got all my steps in for the day <laughs> during that freshman orientation. Freshman orientation is coming up uh, soon, right? It is. It's actually uh, this Saturday. Nice. Um, well, no, not this. It, it's the 5th of. Oh, it's coming up. Yeah, it's, it's coming, coming up. up. Yeah. It's coming up. How many freshmen are we, are we bringing in uh, this year? Roughly, it's it's close to um, over four hundred. Wow, yeah, four hundred. And 400. how many kids are at the school this year? Sixteen thirty-two is what it was last wow. year. I believe we're going to be close to that this year. That's a lot of students and changing. I mean, because yeah, we, right. we have people coming in. Of course, you have attrition, people leaving. Sure, but there's more coming in than leaving. So. Yeah, well, we get that every day here at the chamber. You know, people are calling, moving here, and one of the reasons, one of the one of the questions that we ask them, one of the reasons they give us is they're moving here because of the school district. That's right. They're moving here for the the Chapin Elementaries and the Lake because Murray of the new principal at the high school. And the exactly, they it's tell me like I heard about this guy who played at Michigan, and well, there wasn't. Article in the Chapin Neighbors magazine about him as well, oh, so that might be why. Okay. That is probably why. <laughs> but people are moving here left and right, and and it's it truly is. It's because of District Five and yeah. and the and the Chapin cluster to this area is is why they're moving here. So that's uh, you're. You got your you got your work cut out for yeah. you because these people are coming in with high expectations, um, and I know that um, it's going to be an amazing amazing school year. Um, so, what do you do during the day? Like, what is what does a principal do? Um, sit in your office and just wait for kids to walk in and and come and chat with you, just or walk the halls, walk the halls. Like, like, what do what do we do? I know you haven't experienced yet what that high school looks like here in Chapin, but what what do you do? Yeah, I think the most important thing for me is I, I want to be visible as much yeah. as possible. And mm-hmm. so you just, you're out and about. I try to never be in my office unless I have to. Mm-hmm. You know, usually office time is when, you know, the kids are, are gone. Mm-hmm. Um, really, your teachers are gone. Mm-hmm. Um, most of them. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of them work long hours as well. 
Um, that's the time where you can settle into your office, either before they get arrive or after. Right. They've left. Um, after that, the job is beyond those doors. Right. And so it's really just um, that visibility, being there, checking in on people. Um, again, you, you try to push into spaces. They mm-hmm. try to you, let people know that you're here. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, and in our business, we, we have a marker for new teachers. It's usually the third year is that year that they say is the year where it's the, it's the deciding year, whether you're going to stay in education hmm. or you're going you're mm-hmm. to uh, move out of it. Right. And so it's like, hey, if we can get them past the third year, they'll be okay. Um, now, I, I do know what the research says about that. But you know what? You know, it could be year 15 for a teacher. Right. Mm-hmm. And it could be mm-hmm. that 15th year. That's that tough year. So how do we, when I'm just talking about just faculty, staff, myself, administrators, how do we build a system of support for each other? I think a part of that is just being present and approachable. Mm -hmm. And so people feel comfortable. And sometimes you have to ask a question. Sometimes you have to start a conversation Mm -hmm. uh, to get to those moments where, oh, man, this this was assigned. And I know this is why I should be in this hall right now. Because right. of this conversation mm-hmm. that I'm having with this teacher. So I just look for those moments. And so, again, I uh, just something that, that I think about, something that I, 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 if I pray about something, mm-hmm. it would be to just make the appointment to where I can be where I need to be for the people that mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a charge to lead. Right. So for those who don't know Mr. Davis, uh, what are some values that are maybe behind you as a person or things that you're even wanting to instill in the the faculty and the students at Chapin High. Now, for my faculty, they'll see this in a couple of weeks, but um, or about a week or so. But it'll be um, really just faith, um, you know, uh, family. Uh, mm-hmm. Believe in that. Um, just that that idea of loyalty, commitment. You know, beyond anything else. You know, our, how can we be committed to something that even when, man, I I'm really disappointed about that decision, but I'm committed to. The, the goal mm, here mm-hmm. um, and, and and treating people with dignity and respect, you know, that is right. a big part of it mm-hmm. um, with that. And, and also just chart telling them that I'm going to be visible. Um, I'm going to communicate. I'm going to listen with a supportive ear. Um, and again, offering them their professionalism um, with right. dignity and respect. And right. So um, if I, if I can do those things and I ask, I tell them, look, you all, you all watch. I said, look, I, I'm going to say this once, or at least I'll, I'll do it periodically. But when I bring it up, you know, that's about it. I'm not one to do a lot of talking about it. You know, mm-hmm. you watch me. You mm-hmm. watch me walk and watch me work. And if I'm falling short, call me on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's all about relationships. Yeah, I, I think whatever we're doing in life, whether we're a principal, publisher, we work for, you know, uh, the Chamber of Commerce. It's all about relationships mm-hmm. with people. And it's how you treat people. And being real with people, I think, is, is important. And, it, and that you get that trust from the people who you're working with. Yeah. So. Yeah, or just wear the national rings and people will or, respect you. Yeah, you know. Just pull them out of the drawer. Yeah, I mean, if I think if I was in his shoes, I would have mine and be like, do you know who I am? I'd have replicas made. I would, too. You know. I would, too. You would probably need to. Yeah. Um, what is, what's your favorite part about being a principal? I That's know, a great question. You know, you were a principal at the intermediate school and, and now at the high school. What's, what, what is it about being a principal of a school just gets you excited? I mean, just to me, it would be the growth process mm. and watching students just change over time. Um, just grow and mature and matriculate. And, and now at the high school, man, they're going to leave me or leave us at Chapin High 
as young adults, you know, mm-hmm. um, when you hit that 18 mark, man, and that is that is that is something that I'm looking forward to. Um, mm-hmm. So I, 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 that kind of just growth in, over time uh, with professionals, um, mm-hmm. you know, anything that is that is uh, not changing, in my opinion, is dead. You know, mm-hmm. we, we you have to grow. Um, right. and, and push sort towards something. You know, I think about um, at Chapin High, you know, we say we have a thousand passions and one heartbeat. And that mm-hmm. heartbeat, to me, is an indication of life. Right. So what kind of life are we going to live at Chapin? Again, and, and that's, the, that's my thing, is if you're alive, you're going you're gonna to grow, you're going to change, and we're going to get better. Um, and that's how I see it. And so um, just watching that process is something that um, I really lean into when it comes to... Yeah finding joy on the job every day that's mm-hmm. exciting have you learned the one heartbeat chant yet um i, I i've heard it um, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I don't have it down in fact i meet with student council this week or sometime uh, soon and um and so we're gonna go over that and they'll, they'll and they'll get, teach you they'll get me they'll straight. teach you they'll get you straight yes right, they, yes they right. will but the most important <laughs> thing is of course you know hearts are beating and it's yeah. one Right. But what kind of life are we living? That's the mm-hmm. question I'm asking. How are right. we living here? Right. And what kind of life we're going to have for ourselves? Community. Community. Right. It's right. all about community. Absolutely. Community relationships. You know, I, I think those are important things to instill in our students. Yes. So. Yes. Well, as we as we're wrapping up, is there uh, one thought you'd like to leave with our our listeners? Well, um, again, I just I'm I'm so excited about uh, being a principal at Chapin High School. Um, looking forward to uh, this journey, you know, together, um, learning, growing together, and uh, looking forward to connecting with um, people outside of our school mm-hmm. and, and, you know, this community and how great this community is and being partners with us um, to just help build the best possible place for our students to come mm-hmm. and turn into young adults. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Um, again, I, I'm one. I don't do a lot of talking about it, but um, I want you to just watch and watch the work that we're going to do at Chapin, and I think you'll be pleased. I know you'll be pleased. Awesome. Well, we appreciate you. Good luck in your first year at Chapin High School, and uh, thank you so much for being on our podcast. Thank you for having me. This has been the Chapin Neighbors Podcast, where we highlight all that makes our community special. We hope you enjoyed our time together. Please like, subscribe, and share the Chapin Chamber Neighbors Podcast.